Hey friends, welcome back to the Psalm Song Podcast. I'm Drew Wesselhoff, your host, and I am here with one of my longtime friends. Hey, uh, my name is Jack Woodbury, and being Drew's longtime friend is my only credential in regards to music. I am slowly learning how to play the harmonica, and I listen to music a lot. Does that, does that work? That's the only credential you need, is that That's last true. one. <laughs> sacred and secular through lyric and rhyme we discuss what we find in between the lines and rediscover the life that was there the whole time so jack i know you know this question is coming yeah gosh so are you ready i'm ready all right here we go what's your favorite song so i was thinking about it all day literally spiraling around this question all day long and it's a hard question um so there's a couple that are up there but if I had to choose one favorite song, and this is how I finally settled on it, I was like, if I could only listen to one song for the rest of my life, it is actually Amazing Grace. Really? Yeah. No specific artist, no specific, like, band. Just the best way it is performed is by one dude with a guitar. Or girl. Either or. Because that's where the emotion really comes through. And the reason for that was actually because, man, I want to say I was 17, 18 at the time, and I was in church service... And the uh, pastor was talking about forgiveness and the impact of forgiveness on your life and everything. And it was the first time I ever really contemplated that I wasn't really that good of a person, you know? And it hit me that it was like, without God's grace, I'm toasted. I'm done. And then after that, they had one dude walk up on stage with a acoustic guitar and he played Amazing Grace. And I was just sobbing the whole time. And so anytime I hear it, I go back to that moment immediately. Mm. So that's probably why it's my favorite. What was grace that taught my heart to fear? And grace my fears relieved. And it's crazy too that that song was written hundreds of years ago. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I don't know the exact date, but like <laughs> that it's still sung today is pretty yeah. pretty incredible, huh? But yeah, I mean, I think a lot of times uh, the best way a song can be sung is just with a guy on an acoustic guitar, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you can build on top of that, but a lot of times, like, <laughs> if it doesn't work with one guy on an acoustic guitar, then it's going to be hard for it to work anyway else, exactly. right? And, like, the emotion really shows through. If you really want someone to connect with the song emotionally, then slow it down and put an acoustic guitar out there and simplify it. For because sure. people will connect with the lyrics. That's just mm-hmm. the way it is. Yep. Um, the song The Heart of Worship, I've heard versions of that where there's, like, three layers of musical instrumentation and everything. I'm like, you're missing the, literally the point of the song. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> How much do you really need all of this equipment and all of these um, production quality things and cutting edge gear mm-hmm. when really like again it's the emotion of the song that that really matters
to expose my bias, Colony House is my favorite band. Oh, hey, we're talking about Colony House, by the way. No way. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like I planned it that way or something. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so and excited. I'm so happy Colony that House. I get to talk to you about Colony House, because you're probably oh, the biggest Colony House fan I've ever met. Yeah, man. We were riding in your car the mm-hmm. other day. Yeah. And I was like... You can learn a lot about someone by the CDs they have in their car. <laughs> yeah. And you just kind of grinned at me and opened up your glove compartment, and you had uh, both of uh, Colony House's CDs. Only CDs I own. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going to jump right into it. So the first time I ever heard Colony House, I remember reading their little bio on Spotify before I actually listened to any more of their music and saw that uh, Caleb and Will Chapman were the sons of Stephen Curtis Chapman. And I thought that was very cool, mm-hmm. um, especially seeing how different their music is from Stevie Curtis Chapman's. And so I then listened to the album and I was, you know, honestly, right away, I wasn't that enthralled with it. Uh, I fell in love with Colony House kind of like a toilet overflowing, you know, slowly and then all at once. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it was very much in tune with, with kind of my walk with God because it was, they were always up there. They were always one of my favorites. They were kind of a go-to band. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would throw them on whenever I was listening to music, whenever I was DJing for music around people where I didn't know what kind of music they liked or if they were touchy about like swearing or anything because Mm -hmm. I knew that Calling House was safe to play around anybody and mostly everybody loves them. They were kind of that band. And then I went to Spain, as you know, in the January of 2016 through March of 2016. And it was an incredible time in my life. That was really when I came to Christ on my own for the first time. I had been a tumbleweed previously living off of my parents' faith. Um, and so coming to my faith, own faith through that, the music of Colony House actually started to develop more meaning because I was actually interested in the values and the and whatever and the uh, the faith that they build into their songs mm-hmm. that really kind of speaks to them because I think there's plenty of people who probably could say that they're very listenable to whether you're a Christian or not because if you are a Christian you're just going to enjoy them more because you will have a deeper understanding of the values they're singing about and if not then you will hear the truth that they're singing about and you will be able to relate to it even if you don't quite get the deeper meanings behind what they're saying so come on Yeah, I mean, I specifically picked out Colony House because they their songs do tread this line between psalm and song, and it mm-hmm. is a lot of times they're universally enjoyed. Whether you mm-hmm. grew up in this contemporary Christian world and know who Stephen Curtis Chapman is <laughs> or not, right? Yeah. For those of you who don't know what CCM is, it's Contemporary Christian Music is what it stands for. And most of the time, unfortunately, it can be kind of dry and uninspired. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds a lot like a U2 song. <laughs> um, yeah. And so when we're talking about Colony House, two of the members 
are the sons of one of the most prominent um, mm-hmm. artists in the CCM world. Mm-hmm. You would think that they would fall into this this genre as well. Yeah. But what I have experienced with Colony House, and I think you can attest to as well, mm-hmm. although they can appeal to people who are in this Christian Absolutely. CCM world, Absolutely. but there's a broader influence there, which is really, mm-hmm. really interesting to me. Yeah. Um, let me tell you about, like... Mm. My experience with Colony House, it's very much tied with your, yeah. your experience. Um, <laughs> you were the one, you always push me to listen to Colony House. Whenever people tell me to listen to bands, I always like, I'm like somehow reluctant to. So it takes me a while to actually listen to a band that someone tells me to. Yep, it's kind of like, like when you see a sign that says, don't do this. And you just really <laughs> want to do it. It's kind of the, the reverse, reverse of that. that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Call me, call me hipster or whatever. I don't, I don't care. I finally listened to um their first album um when i was younger Mm -hmm. and it was when i um i would commute back and forth to school uh and drive an hour back and forth every day i lived in littleton and was driving up to boulder and that's an hour each way not total. an hour each way Mm -hmm. it was it was rough um and so on the the drive there i I think i listened to about half of their first album and i was like man this is really this is fun yeah groove into this and then (laughs) Uh, after school that day, I was listening to the second half and I get to, um, I won't give up oh, gosh. and like, as that song goes through, like it, it starts choking me up. And then the last mm-hmm. couple lines, like, uh, a couple of tears were shed. <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. Still, I won't give up So to give a little bit of backstory there, um, the Chapman family is a big family. And when Will Chapman was, you know, 14, 15 in his teens, he was learning how to drive. And Stephen Curtis Chapman had his son Will uh, run out and get the car ready, right? And so he turns on the car and he backs up and he accidentally runs over and kills his little sister, mm-hmm. which is just an unbelievable thing. And so this song... Um, won't give up is about that is about that experience. Um, actually, I shouldn't say it's about that. It's more inspired by that. I would say. Yeah, I would agree. Um, because it never really explicitly mentions it or anything. Um, you'd only pick it up if you knew that particular backstory right. going into it. And it's more just about when you were dealing with loss. Too many nights alone, I can't sleep. Too many dreams I didn't want to dream I've got the devil on my back trying to take hold from me But I see Jesus out in front, he's reaching back for the lonely Reaching back cause he loves me I take his hand because she loved me. Oh, I won't give up now. Oh, I won't give up now. But yeah, it's a great song because of that too. It, it helps heal, it helps with all of that. And uh, I remember reading an article about it where Caleb wrote it, and then he performed it um, to Will and Will's wife. And he said, do you want me putting this out there? And they both said, that needs to be heard. And so that's when they threw it on the album. But then 
you contrast that with the very next song that's played on the album, which is Moving Forward. And it has to be a deliberate choice to put those two Absolutely. songs parked right next to each other. Uh, especially since um, Moving Forward almost wasn't on the album. Really? Yeah, it was only like, I want to say maybe a few days. I'm kind of dealing off of memories of articles I've read uh, off the back of my head. Maybe a few hours, maybe a few days or whatever, but they were about to release the album. And uh, Will came to Gail and was like, no, it's not ready. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, you had an idea for a song. You left a voicemail for me about it. We need to record that song before we go on there. And that's how Moving Forward came to be. Mm -hmm. And Moving Forward is exactly what the title would imply it's about moving forward uh through that grief so it's about you've confronted that grief you've lived with it you've lived with that guilt and then moving past that with the joy of forgiveness that you find when you are diving into um into faith and that is probably their most christian song i would say they also play it acoustic at every show they go to we've been to right. two of them and it's right. incredible every time mm -hmm. the weird thing is i don't know if you picked up on this the first time we saw them they opened for the moguls they played mm -hmm. that song acoustic and like half the audience checked out did you pick up on that when you were watching it yeah yeah, yeah. like it was just like a lot of murmuring a lot of just backward background conversation going on during that song but the other half of the audience was just really keyed into it um, and then afterwards, I remember walking to my car after that show and hearing the group of girls that was walking in front of me and they were like, yeah, no, I think Colony House was really good. I think they maybe even outperformed the Mowgli's. Um, and then one of them was like, I don't know about that Jesus song though. <laughs> and then they all started talking about it and it was like, that's cool. I mean, it has the intended effect. It's mm -hmm. such a powerfully emotion, a powerfully emotive song that it definitely gets people talking. Mm -hmm. It can't not. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's so great. I was going to bring up that, <laughs> that story too. Right. Yeah. Sometimes life can feel so unkind, but sorrow won't define me. Sorrow just About it like at a colony house concert you're mm -hmm. having two very different worlds absolutely colliding mm -hmm. um, in ways that they never really would outside of a, a concert like that absolutely and I think that's um, why a lot of this music mm -hmm. is so powerful and uh, relevant to what's happening uh, in culture today mm -hmm. well I mean it's because you know if you listen to a lot of secular music today like I don't know, what's one that just went popular? I don't listen to a lot of pop music. <laughs> um, yeah, they're all about celebrity feuds, about... Um, I mean, Donald Glover kind of hits it in This Is America. It's, look at the fun, don't pay attention to the, to exactly. the, the pain. Yeah. Um, 
And then there you go to Colony House. One of my favorite songs, I mentioned it briefly off their second album, is Remembered for it. ends with the just spoken word poem. Uh, and when the day is finally here, I leave behind these broken years. I want my family by my side. I hope they know how hard I tried to live in love, to love in depth, to let wonder take away my breath, to give until there's nothing more. This is what I want to be remembered for. And I don't Can I care. just say, he just said that all by memory. He wasn't <laughs> reading that or anything. Yeah, no, that, that one, awesome. it hits me hard every time yeah. I hear it because it doesn't matter where you're from in your faith, in your walk, in mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Who hears that and doesn't relate to it? Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want that in their life? So what's your favorite Colony House song? Oh, goodness. Depends on the week. Sure. <laughs> so if I had to pick one, it would definitely be Moving Forward. Mm-hmm. Um, it is such a joyful, uplifting song. Mm, that's a good choice. Mm-hmm. I think I would pick... It's between I Won't Give Up and Moving Forward, but like we talked about, they're kind of two sides of the same coin. Yeah, two chapters in one book. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> There's a proverb. I don't know what what it's from, who said it, but mm-hmm. it says... Faith is the bird that sings while it's yet dark, mm, right? And I good. think moving forward very much embodies this bird who's singing mm-hmm. in the darkness. Absolutely. Yeah. So you wanted to cover, though, what are you covering this episode? See, that's so funny. Because that... <laughs> I was going to do Waiting for My Time to Come because I watched this video of them, like, Just explaining sure. how that's their, like, their band anthem. Like, it's their favorite one. So let's, let's hear why they think that. Today is not my day. I don't have it's important that when we write a song though that there's a response and that and that response to this song has been overwhelming. It's our favorite song. We love this song. It, it means so much to us. And I think that that translates to the people. The very first time we played it, we felt like, it kind of just felt like the band's theme song. There's something special about the song. I think it's just a thread that weaves itself through a lot of different people's lives. And so, with all that said, the song, I think, has kind of been wind in our sails and pushed us forward as a band. It's kind of crazy to think with that in mind, the favorite songs, the the ones that I just mentioned, I mentioned like four songs, wouldn't exist without waiting for my time to come. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so it's pretty cool to think about that, that uh, the different meanings that each of these things have to different people, um, mm-hmm. they all come alive in different ways. And I love that waiting for my time is an anthem for them because when I listen to that song, um, based on the just the title alone, you might get the vibe that it's just like 
almost entitled. Um, mm. Go with me here. Um, so it's it's waiting for my time to come. Like, why isn't this happening yet? You know, I deserve it. But when you actually know the band, when you listen to the song, you don't get a vibe of entitlement from the song or from the band at all. It is that they they put in the work. They made a hard decision to commit in a direction, and they put in the work. And now they're waiting for the payoff of that work. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a feeling of, I know that there is more to this. I know that I should have more than this. I don't know why it's not there yet. And I'm waiting for that opportunity to come because huh. all I know to do right now is exist in this strange place. Right. And that really hits home with faith as well. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of times you are struggling with doubt. You're struggling with that. You don't know why. There's a great song. I forget the song it is, but it's, you know, why are you so downcast? Oh, my soul. Mm-hmm. Why do I struggle with disbelief? I don't know why I'm distraught. I know better than this. But I'm going to stick it out. I'm going to stay in this place. I'm going to wait for my time to come and trust that it's going to come through for the better. Mm. That's really a vibe I get from that song. So how do you wait for your time to come? How do you have that that faith? Uh, Memory and trust. Mm. So if you read through the Psalms, especially the Psalms of David, I've been reading through a lot of the Psalms of David recently. They are all almost formulaic Mm. um, in the way that they, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them start with, you know, God, why have you forsaken me? Essentially is the vibe. And then it goes into a list of look at what God has done for my nation. Look at what God has done for me. Look at what has happened in my life. That definitely is a direct intervention of God. Mm -hmm. If you look at these moments, you recognize God being faithful in them. That gives you the ability to trust that those moments will come again. And then when you, have that memory and you know that God has been faithful and then you can trust that he will be faithful and it is no longer a feeling of why am I here it is a feeling of I can't wait to get where I'm going well thanks for listening guys And whether you're waiting for your time to come or joyfully moving forward or somewhere in between those two, look for a favorite band like Colony House that Jack has to help you through the struggle. Yeah, one that will help you through the times when you're waiting for your time to come Mm. and then help you embrace those moments when you're moving forward. Absolutely. The highs and the lows makes them all deeper. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Go listen to the rest of their music. Oh, because... here's a challenge for you. Oh, okay. More superficial one, but if you have, if you're a fan of this band at all and you have not heard them live, rectify that. Oh, that's a good challenge. There you go. Now enjoy this cover. It's great. It's the Psalm Song Podcast. Grace and peace to all of you. I like that you end it with that every time. I hope you include this part, by the way. Yeah. Grace and peace. Grace and peace. Okay. <laughs> Today. It's not my day I don't have The cards to play I've settled down I've learned Be patient now Let the fire burn Cause when the pain is true Sometimes these troubles prove I'm alive So I'm waiting on the seasons to change Waiting on the curtain to fall 
Sometimes these troubles prove I'm alive, so I'm waiting on the seasons to change. I'm waiting for the curtain to fall. I could lose my cool like a restless fool, but I'm waiting for my time to come. Yeah, I'm waiting on the seasons to change. I'm waiting for the curtain to fall. I could lose my cool like a restless fool, but I'm waiting for my time to come. Yeah, I'm waiting for my time to come. And this dusty road now settles. I can see what lay before. Every tear that held a broken dream is now shattered on the floor. And bursting forth in splendor are the blossoms of second try. Because dreams that bear the mark of love are dreams that never die. My eyes are open, my heart is beating, my lungs are falling, my body's breathing. I'm moving forward, I find my freedom. My eyes are open, my heart is beating, my lungs are falling, my body's breathing. I'm moving forward, I find my freedom. I'm moving forward, I find my freedom. I'm moving forward.